0: Hi Joe. So tell me, you guys race back down the mountain to get to our yeah. on-time call. You see my wife. Yes, and then Aaron tweaked her knee because she was racing down the mountain.
1: Yeah, we were. We I was like, okay, we're gonna. It's a four. It's about a four-hour hike. It's amazing. It's four miles up, four miles back to this high mountain lake. Incredible. The leaves are beautiful. It was it was incredible. And then we get up there, and now we're pressed for time. And we got a hustle, and the knee got a little tweaked, so we had to slow it down for a second. But I kept pushing. I was like, babe, you're, you're doing great, but you got to speed it up because Joe, I, I'm going to catch such a c- catch heat. Yeah, She just said she did it for you. Thank you, Aaron. But we had a great time, dude. It was really beautiful, and it was the first hike that I did with my wifey this year, which is kind of the bummer, but it was, uh, it was awesome. It's so beautiful here. I can't even begin to describe. It made me, when
0: you told me today that you were going on a hike with your wife, it made me really reevaluate my own marriage because Michelle's been gone for a week. She's finally home back in Denver. And now she's back in St. Louis. And I thought, you know, that's the kind of stuff that Michelle and I need to be doing. We need to put the boys off to the side every once in a while, use our help, and go, just get away and do a walk, or do a hike, or do a bike ride, or do whatever it is. And that it it made me really think that Michelle and I are lacking in that area right now with with our work schedules combined with twins. It's been hard.
1: Yeah. No, I look. Hey, you will come out of the woods. You know, I mean that will happen. But you're you're deep, deep in the proverbial woods right now. You know, there's just no light. You're scared. You see a cave down this trail. Do you go to the cave? I don't know. Because maybe the cave is going to provide you shelter. Or maybe there's a bear in it. Right. There's nowhere to turn. There's nowhere to run. There is no in. There is no out. You are in the goddamn woods with no light. It's dark and you're both fearful of your life.
0: <laughs> wow. Please tell me you're chemically aided for that.
1: No, I feel good. I mean, thanks. Huh? I, I, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I smoked a joint on the hike, which was amazing, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um. And, but I wish I was coming to St. Louis. Aaron and I were talking about it, actually, for Michelle's birthday. Um, maybe just ditching her parents for a couple nights and just cruising out there. How long are her how long are her
0: parents going to be there?
1: <laughs> They're here till like next Wednesday, I think. Yeah, I don't think that
0: would be nice. Uh, but yeah. but thank you for even entertaining it. I'm trying to set up something for my wife's birthday, which is actually on the 15th of October, but I'll be out of town doing baseball or football or something at that time. So uh, we're doing it this weekend and literally nobody of our friend group, our core friend group can make it in for mm. the birthday party, or even that live here, can make it down the street for a little dinner or something. So that's that's what I'm that's dealing. with. Yeah, but that's okay. We get to we get to get a rare night out alone. That's
1: good. Yeah, that's good. That's good.
0: You know, or maybe, or maybe I'm just soft playing it. And Ooh. maybe there's a huge party and I'm just, it's all in the, Ooh. it's in the surprise category, but I'm just, um, um, I don't want her to hear this prior to the day and know that something's coming. So I, you know, I got to keep some cards cl- close to the best or do I, I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, God, I like this. Yeah. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. No, you were invited
0: um, and I, I would have loved to have I flown was, you and Aaron out and I think it would have been a blast and we could have gone out and played golf and reconnected because I haven't seen you in too long and, and it just didn't work
1: out. I know. I feel sad right now. It's okay. I feel very sad. It's
0: okay, Oliver. Uh, what kind of response are, are we getting from the wives episode other than my wife hating her own
1: uh, her own appearance on it? Well, Aaron Aaron, uh, listened to like 10 minutes of it and she was like, okay, I cannot, I can't stand myself. I can't listen to myself. So I don't think they've even heard it. They haven't even heard it. I mean, because she can't even, she can't listen to it. It, it, I get that though. I don't like hearing my own voice. You know, it drives me crazy. I wanna, Um, I I wanna ask you. I wanted to, I wanted to, okay, okay, go. You go, you go first. I was gonna address, you know, a, a little fight that we had over text this last week regarding daddy issues in the show and where it's headed and all that. Um, but you go first and we'll get into that. Well, I guess it's kind of
0: along the same lines. I'm just wondering what your uh, immediate plans are for where you're going to be, where you're going to live, what you're going to do, what you're hearing post COVID in Hollywood, how that affects your career. What's next?
1: Oh, well, before we get into, you know, our little, our little text tiff, which we have very interesting relationship on via text. I mean, we go after each other, and you can get very personal. And, and I'm okay with that because I know you love me. And I can get personal as well. Oh, wait. Whoa. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. I can get personal as well. Okay.
0: All right. Good. I just thought it was only yeah, me. But, yeah, That's but, the
1: way you, you... No, 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 no. But you start it. Um, but then I counterpunch like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, That's but fair. anyway... We we walk this very interesting line, and I wonder if, you know, people who are listening can relate to this with their friends. We walk this line of, are, you, are we serious or are we not? And then sometimes it crosses over into, oh, yeah, this is fucking serious. And then two texts later, it crosses over on the other side of the line, which is, oh, no, we're just sort of, you know, fucking with each other. You know, and we had one of those. Yeah. Um, the other but, day. But
0: that's that's I feel like that's normal. You you act as though I as I said on the text, you are way more sensitive than you act like I am in real life. No. Yeah. You get hurt. And then if somebody if I don't text no, you oh back God. while I'm doing stuff, you do the hello, anybody there? Don't freeze me out. Hello. And I'm I'm like calling a game or something, or I'm on an airplane.
1: Like hello? Come on. No, look. I just I did that recently because I wanted to make sure that you weren't all pissy and you know uh, all upset that I was annihilating you with my wit. Oh. You know? No. I don't think that's in a tete in a tete a tete. You, you, you've got some sharp barbs, there's no doubt about it, but I don't think you can beat me. I don't think you can take me when it comes to a war of words. Even though you, you are a wordsmith, I, I think that I got, I got a little more in the arsenal than you do. That's my personal opinion, of
0: course. So you're giving yourself higher marks than you're giving me for the shit that we give on text, and that's fine. I think mine... I do. I, I think I can't keep up with yours because it's just a machine gun fire of... First, sad. Then you're astonished. Then you're, <laughs> uh, then you're mean, and then you come back around to being sad. And I can't. By the time I get to where are you in your mood at that moment, I I don't know where we are. So then I'm 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 two texts behind, and I'm saying stuff when it's already kind of come back around. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean your your go to is the hair the hair insult. The hair plug insult. No,
1: nah, nah, only if it's a good, only if there's a way in to where it's a little bit different. You know what I mean? But no, nah, it's, look, here's the thing. This argument was over the show, the direction of the show, your busy work schedule, which I totally understand, my flakiness, which, hey, I'm not going to say that I'm not. I'm not an on-time person, and I apologize. But, I honestly thought that you I sounded was take like over Trump the right f- there. You did. You like? I did.
0: I'm not an on time person, and I apologize. But I'm not gonna. You just like slough off the apology. <laughs> I'm not an on time person, and I apologize. But I just thought I was gonna take over the. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's uh, uh, yeah. Uh, fine. Like I've been watching too much news, I guess, and he's bleeding into my psyche, which could be the worst possible thing that's ever happened to me. He's in there. He's um, in your head, Oliver. He's in your head. He's in my head, dude. He's in my head. Anyway, I, uh, I thought I was going to take over the show for this month um, because you are a very busy man with baseball playoffs, and then you've got two games a week in football. And I was under the impression that it was going to be me, and I was going to be sort of taking over daddy issues. And now we're here together, so I'm a little confused. Because you don't
0: it. read carefully. My, I said a week from, so here's the deal. I am now. I sound like Biden. Here's the deal. So I, <laughs> I have a game Thursday. This is a normal week, and then I leave Sunday, and I go to Dallas for two weeks to go through the NLCS and the World Series. All out time, I'm doing Thursday and Sunday football also, and the games are every day in baseball. So I am working every day. But if we can promise to be prompt and I can jump on, I can still do it. I probably just can't do the heavier lifting that I typically do to cover for your shortcomings.
1: Uh, Look, I was excited about going solo. I had plans. And I think it would have maybe really we need to end bar. this. bar.
0: Maybe we need to end this. Maybe you and I is are not. It, you and I are not a good match and <laughs> you want to go solo. I'm more than happy to push you out of the out of the nest and let you fly or crash. And, and then we you go from what? there.
1: This is I feel like I feel like we're the Beatles right now. You know. I feel like we're the Beatles and, and, and Michelle is, is Yoko and she's taking <laughs> you away from the band. <laughs> and uh, I'm McCartney, dude. I'm, just, I'm here wanting to create. And you're just too busy with all the other things in your life and you've got a wife who's dictating everything that you do. That's, that, that's what I feel like. Um,
0: I, will, I will start to no, refer no, to look, as Yoko for breaking up the, do, <laughs> the pair that daddy issues.
1: I don't want to, I don't think we should break up. We might just need a little time, little time off, you know, just a break. That's all. Um, I don't want to separate. I'm not even thinking about divorce. I, I Just a little time off to let me think about. So you're things. saying it's, you're yeah. saying it's not me. It's you. It's not me. It's you. But I will say that it's okay if we see other people.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to do a podcast. Uh, Joe Rogan's been after me to do a podcast with him. So I'm going to go there. And uh, okay. and you can have uh, you and Jane Fonda. Who, who do you
1: think? No, she was unavailable. Um, who would I'm going Lily Tomlin. <laughs> I
0: couldn't think of her name. That's who I wanted to say. Uh, <laughs> the Incredible Shrinking Woman. Very underrated film. Very yeah. underrated film. Uh, okay, that's fine. We can take a break. I'll I'll be happy to dip out for the next two weeks, and then how about this? We'll compare I just, the yeah. numbers, and we'll yeah. see how the show yeah. performs, and then I'll Love do two it. weeks by myself, and we'll com- take those numbers, Ooh. and we'll see how the show performs, and you can get all the guests you can get in the next two weeks, and I'll get all the guests I can get in the following two weeks, and we'll hey, just see who. Guess I what, perform.
1: bitch? Guess what, bitch? I'm going guest list because I've got some knowledge in this head that will just flow. And I don't think that you can cover an hour of just riffing. You need papers in front of you. You need research. You need prep time. I don't need prep time, baby. I don't need prep time. I just go, just wind me up, give me a microphone and then magic happens. So that's, that's, that's you come out, out of here, you come
0: out of your fast times at Ridgemont High Van with the smoke billowing out. What do you call that? <laughs> what do you people call that? Hot boxing, baby. Yeah. You roll out of your hot yeah. box onto the pavement and onto your Zoom recorder, and then you just you just riff. And that's good good on you. And, and I, I just like a little bit more structure. That's okay. I
1: no, I've got a couple plans actually. Cause I've, you know, I think during one of my solo episodes, I'll be driving back to LA. So I'm going to do a show called on the road with Hudson, you know, the Hudson express on the road, or, you know, I got to work the title out, but you know, and it's me just sort of just riffing pontificating, you know what I mean? I got to look up that word, but I think that means something. It
0: has something to do with the Pope, I think.
1: Oh, the Pontus.
0: Yeah. So, uh, the Pontiff. I, I, I. <laughs> I'm all for it. I won't listen, but you can give me the highlights. And I think it takes a real narcissist to chew chips in the middle of a show, and then think that he can carry a show by himself while driving from Colorado back to Los Angeles. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what's coming out of your head on a. That's. that's are you gonna I, Are you gonna just, condense it? Or is this gonna be no, just i an an hour? Hour.
1: I'm gonna I wanna, I wanna time it where I cross from Colorado into Utah. So I have a moment, you know, of separation. And then I'll do a podcast from Colorado, a podcast from Utah, Arizona, Nevada, and Cali all in one hour. Do you feel like No one has done that do in the f- history do of Do you feel podcasts. like
0: when you're in Utah you're a polygamist?
1: Utah? I feel like I'm a polygamist right here in this jacuzzi. You don't know who's <laughs> behind Aaron.
0: <laughs>
1: <clears throat> what kind of beer is that that mm. you're drinking? It's called Epic Day, actually, um, by a company called Eddie Line. Very, very good. They would, they would love to sponsor the show. Uh, I would love if, if they came on and uh, gave us money to promote their beer it's
0: too bad bill withers passed away we could have him sing the theme song and just call it epic day set to the Mm -hmm. tune of
1: lovely day Mm. this you're really thinking now joe yeah yeah you are really thinking yeah um so can i can i can i talk about one other thing please um i'm just here for the ride yeah, no, I know. I, I, I get that. And that's a, a, an issue. Did you get that thing that I sent you where Barney is now president? No. Oh, it was a good one. Because we talk about Barney a lot on the show, strangely. And uh, you imitate Barney a lot. But there was this really funny uh, article. I think it was on the, like The Onion or some shit. That It's you know, the State Trump of the, Union. the Hospital. Yeah, Barney's become president. He's at the UN sort of. I think we all need a little Barney, you know, a little love, a little
0: always always watch the, the traffic light. Yeah, just lighten the mood. Let's lighten up. Everybody's gone through enough in 2020. I, I can't believe of all the years that you and I launch a podcast, it's in this hellhole of 2020.
1: Dude, 2020 is so fucked up. I know that this is so trite and everyone's talking about it, but it just really is. It's just gnarly. You know what I watched last night, Aaron and I, which you should see if you haven't already, and everyone listening to this should see, it's called Social Dilemma. Have you seen it on Netflix? I know it.
0: I know what it is. I have not watched it, but yes, I'm well aware that we should all watch it because it's
1: it's it's frightening, right? Well, here's the thing. Here's the deal, man. About it. <laughs> hey, man, here's the deal. Look, look. It, 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 let me just talk about this social dilemma thing, man. <laughs> so, you know, you turn it on, you gotta wait for the dung when the Netflix goes. You know, but you just gotta God, chill through that. There's
0: nothing, no sound makes me pant more than it's so Pavlovian now. Whoever came up with oh, that for God. Netflix when the thing goes, dong. I'm,
1: I'm, like, yeah, I'm so excited. It equals happiness. Yeah. Like, you know, it's the worst thing in the world could have happened, and I hear dong I'm like, I feel happy, right. Um but it's not yeah or excited you know and and honestly like when Aaron and I get in bed to watch a Netflix show and we hear that goong we become more in love yeah you know it's the panacea we become for more con- we become more connected i mean for real it's like we look at each other and smile and giggle like children like <laughs> here we go
0: it's not you know? it's not that sound is not that far off from what was that tv show it was like dung dong, like it was a crime <laughs> show
1: right <laughs> Yeah, Uh CSI. No, no, Law and Order. Law and Order, yeah. Dong, 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 dong. They should sue. Oh, God. They should sue. I was just about to say that. Um, But, you know, what's so interesting is I would love to see the conversations that internally that they had at Netflix. Like, okay, what fucking sound are we going to do? What were the scraps? We're the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the what were the sounds that they didn't choose? Like gang. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. They're in the room listening to like ten different sounds. Like, well, what about what about this one? (laughs) Like, no. Bring me some more. Ted Saranis is like, no, 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 no. That's not good. You
0: uh, (laughs) the one of the more underrated uh, SNL skits that was late in a show that John Malkovich hosted. Was they had Malkovich as the Empire carpet guy, the 588-2300 oh Empire. Empire. Yeah, and yeah. it was, uh, it, it is so good. He's like, again, 588 <laughs> Empire, again. <laughs> it was never good enough. And it was Will Forte. Singing it, and it's just <laughs> so great. It's so awkward and oh. he's just perfect for all of that. So,
1: yeah, I have to watch that. Yes, dude. I'll That's send hysterical. it.
0: I'll send after we break up, I'll send you that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, I need to give it some time before you start sending me things. Um, but anyway, so social dilemma it's, it's nothing that you don't already kind of know, all right? But you have some of these giants in the tech industry or who were in the tech industry and who created platforms who created the like button you know who created google maps and fucking google or whatever they these are genius people who have been on the inside of this thing for a long long time and it is their highly intellectual highly articulate take on what is actually going on and it's fucking gnarly it it just goes into detail and into depth of how pervasive it is and how we have just become a commodity our our being has become a commodity in a sense and we're being traded on a on a on a stock market in a way and it's really interesting especially cuz it's coming from people who know and who actually created a lot of the things that have run away from us so to speak yeah, yeah and and that's the the frightening thing
0: is People are listening. I I do believe that. It it almost comes off as if you're uh, just paranoid and you're a conspiracy theorist, and that's not the case. I, I promise you, I was talking to somebody one day about a driver that TaylorMade had that had just come out, and within two hours on my Instagram feed, one of the ads was a friggin' TaylorMade driver. I hadn't looked it up. I hadn't done anything on the internet with it, and all of a sudden, this thing is in my... Instagram ads—that's frightening. Uh, that means they—they're listening. Unless they're that far that they're reading my mind. But I—it makes you feel crazy to even say that. But I think that the the evidence is there. They—they they know and they are, like you said, trading us like a de facto stock market by knowing what we like, our buying trends, uh, you know, God knows what else, what we say, our pictures, or whatever, whatever else there is, and it's it's infiltrating all parts of our life it's it's scary
1: it's nuts and even though we know it i sort of am like well whatever you know what i mean like i don't give a shit i don't have anything to hide and and i feel like i'm smart enough to understand that they're targeting me and you know but these guys are also victims of their own design because they in the in the documentary the ones who are sort of railing against this they themselves are addicted to their phones they themselves they themselves have dopamine releases that they then have to chase all the time. You know, essentially, it's a drug. there's a drug aspect to this. It's using our own physiology, our own chemistry against us, in a sense, for, for profit for, for other companies. It's, it's just gnarly to think. To think that, and it's 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 good whether you believe in it or not or whatever. It's it's worth the watch. But if they sure. have people that have been on the inside of this,
0: and are basically coming clean, I mean, how can you not? Yeah, how can you not? You have to, you have to. And and you it's uh, I, mean? there, I there's no as you said. I'm the same way. I'm like I, got, I don't care. I got nothing to hide. What do I? I'm not building any bombs over here. I don't wish ill will on anyone. If they dipped into all my shit, I mean. They'd be bored but yeah I, okay but but if that does go on, there's something wrong that we're that vulnerable, and if our government has it or these companies have it, you know it's shared all over the world, so i I don't know there there's so much going on that we have no idea, and oh, yeah, the only thing oh, I'm yeah. confused about with that is it a documentary
1: or is it acted out, or what is it no so so there's a little mini story about a kid that is fit in between sort of the documentary aspect of it. Honestly, I could, you know, I could, I could take or leave that, that, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. It's more about the substance than it is about the sort of narrative that they're trying to present, you know, with actors. Um, But it's a little hybrid. That's kind of what it is.
0: The scarier Um, thing, you being a parent of three that are right in that wheelhouse, I've got these little boys, and I've got older girls who've had to navigate all of that. Uh, yes. That's the scary thing because I feel like I'm sophisticated enough to, to maybe care or not care and, and know what's going on or not. And, and I think my girls are too. They both watch that movie or documentary. But for your kids right now, it is a dangerous time on social media well, and everything else.
1: I love <clears throat> such a beautiful segue, Joe, into the daddy issues element of our entire, entire concept. And that's what I'm going to miss about you while you're on the road. Um, but anyway, I agree. Um, the thing is, here's my, here's my take after seeing it. Our kids have sort of dodged the sweet spot of what this is. Nat, the girls, they're a little older. You know, yeah, um, Wilder and Bodie, they're a little young. But they already understand these things. They haven't gotten caught up in it. they they I had a conversation with them after I saw the movie. Um, but like Ryder, you know my nephew Ryder, that 16, 17 year old, you know, when you were in middle school like three or four years ago, you know that's that's where it hits. I, I um, want, it's interesting
0: it, you say that because I wonder. You and I grew up so differently. I obviously not just Midwest compared to LA, but I grew up as really an insecure guy, developed my sense of humor by defending myself against bullying, which I didn't even really consider it bullying, but being made fun of, being a fat kid and whatever else. And I, I if that was in my life where I was now being rejected so to speak on social media, I th- yeah. I think that, you know, That that just doubles down on everything, and that's that's what I worry about with these kids. Like they're getting validation or being shut down by likes, and you know all these other things. That it just, man, it's a fragile time in anybody's life, and to have all those elements in it is is
1: beyond anything we experienced. Yeah, and that my son, my oldest son, he's thirteen, he he's on social media, he's on TikTok and he's on Instagram. Obviously not a public account. I would never let him have a public account. Um he does maybe I'm just lucky, but he doesn't abuse it. He doesn't really give a shit about it that much. He he does his little videos and and, and all that. And and I have a talk I talks with him. I'm like, you, you realize this whole like thing is total bullshit, right? You know, and he goes, Yeah. And I I said that that's all false, you know, hustle shit. Like it it means nothing. And and I'm hoping you don't associate, you know, the way you feel about yourself with the number of likes that you might get. And he's like, Dad, that's crazy. Like I I feel like my child, at least Wilder anyway, and Bodie, they just aren't in that game. I, I don't know why or if i got lucky that's because they're out there little mini
0: outdoors kids and i i think you know as for as much as i give you shit about being in the middle of nowhere and the internet doesn't work maybe that's a good thing maybe they're not into it because your internet's so bad that's why we have such a f- terrible time getting online and hooked up in this thing that you're benefiting your children by by living in a
1: 1980s fucking dial-up house that's right. The key to good children is dial up internet.
0: Right. Who wants to listen to that <laughs> bing bonging to get
1: to get to get online? But I I By the way, great experiment. We should do a control group and get some kids together and say you get a week of dial up internet and just see what happens to your what life. What the hell is it? What are those noises? Who's it connecting to? I yeah, that would yeah. be what is why it? do I have to eat dinner and then the home page comes up? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I but just, it's a tricky, it's a tricky, it's a tricky, it's a tricky, it's tricky waters to navigate, you know, because you do want your kids to grow up with technology. There's no doubt that it's an incredible thing. But at the same time, they need to understand the perils of it, you know, the traps. And I think honestly, and this is my opinion, I'm not a doctor, but should be. It's just about being transparent and being honest, saying, you know what, this is what it is. All right. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. These people are fucking after you. They've already hooked you. This I said last night to Wilder and Bodie, I said, the fact that you're swiping up all the time and going through your shit and your fingers is dancing around your phone a thousand miles an hour. I said, they won. Yeah. They won. Yeah. And they're looking at me laughing. I'm like, they did. They got you. They fucking hooked you. But just understand it. They hooked me, too. But just know. Know that this is what they're doing. And it's you not know, just that cater end of to it. to your personality.
0: It's not just that end of it. It's the other end of people putting up pictures, and you've got somebody living in their own situation and they're looking at everybody's theoretical perfect life of touched-up pictures, everybody's in love, everybody's happy, everybody's... So then you're comparing mm-hmm. what you're seeing as you swipe up, swipe up, swipe up, happy, 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 beautiful, beautiful, perfect, perfect, happy, beautiful, perfect. Yeah. Nobody puts up the shit picture. I mean, you do as a joke, but you know, I'll do that every once in a while too and make fun of yourself. But for the most part, that's what people yes. are being bombarded with and their life doesn't measure up in
1: their mind. Well, the issue, too, now becomes that this social media has become monetized, not for the companies, but for the individuals, you know? So if you can garner enough followers with your fake life and your fake skin and your filtered everything, then you can make money off that shit. You know, that, that's what's happening now. So there, it's a business. And if I have to be fake and, and put together a whole fake life to, to make, you know, 100 grand a year or whatever it is, then fuck, sign me up. That's what a lot of these kids are probably thinking
0: we had somebody work for us um i'm not gonna get into too many specifics because it becomes too obvious but this person came to our house and i was like what are you gonna do you know like when you get out of school or whatever i want to be an influencer i was like wow what what yeah that's your aspiration to be an influencer yeah you can do that now i mean i guess if you're good at it but what 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 is that bringing you? And it's just, you know, you see the Kardashians, you see people online that just can monetize this shit to an incredible lifestyle that mm-hmm. that it just feeds on itself, and it it's just sucking more people into this. Well, I can do that too. I mean, I can. It, it's gross. I mean,
1: it is. Yeah. gross. Hey, look, I I, I can't talk shit. Because I've honestly made money off my Instagram account. You know, I mean, anyone can see that, you know, I'm, I'm fucking pushing French's mustard beer, you know? And by the way, it was a great beer. I, I liked it. And if they want to hire me again, I'm here. I'll push. I'll keep pushing. But, you know, I, I do it too. I'm, I, you know, I, I, I how, who am I to talk shit? Uh, You're just not as bad as Chloe or Kim or. Well, Chris. Yeah, and I'm a guy. I'm a guy. I think it's a little harder for a guy to sort of push stuff. But I will say that when I do try to sell stuff on my Instagram, it's it's stuff that that I need to filter through my through me through Oliver filter. Meaning, I, I can't fake it, and they want me to do something serious and really sell it. I'd be like, I can't. I, I, I pass. I, I it needs to be at least authentic to who I am.
0: Well, that's the best thing you about know? this podcast because we sell ads on it, but we. have We've used and tried everything that, that we have on this podcast. Yeah. And I can honestly yeah. say, you know, that these companies are putting out something that I use and have reordered. In fact, so much so well, that, that I've gone <laughs> online and ordered it around them sending us
1: stuff just because
0: I want more of it. So that, yeah, that's the best thing so I can I. say about a couple of these companies that. Uh,
1: yeah, like uh, Roman. You 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 have uh, you know you've been doing a lot of that, right? The ED stuff. Oh, oh oh no
0: no. This is this is the stuff that I won't miss when you're doing the podcast on your so, own.
1: So so one more thing to bring up. Um, you think my wiener is skinny? It's not. It's not skinny. Oh my god. It just just let me back
0: up here. Okay. Michelle, my wife. Joe, that's me. Aaron, Oliver's wife. <laughs> And Oliver have a text chain. And Oliver dropped a bomb that you kind of hinted around with last week that you had something and you wanted to get our honest opinion on it. And uh, you sent it (laughs) as we were texting about something else. I think I just sent a a video of Of the boys, boys. (laughs) Yeah, my boys. (laughs) And then, oh, I got a text from Oliver on the group chain. And it is a text of Oliver. Naked, wearing maybe those same sunglasses, shoes. Yeah. I believe I didn't get to the shoes. I think you're wearing shoes, and yeah, shoes. on a park bench, completely naked. Let's just say shaking from side to side.
1: Yeah, like like if you're doing a hula hoop without yeah, the hula hoop,
0: right? Right. Yeah, and then in slow motion in slow motion. Yeah. Uh, it was good. I obviously you're proud of it or you wouldn't send it around. I know how fragile I would you. never what if it I was would horror? never send that. How many takes was that? Oh, just one.
1: Yeah, just no one. I know. I, I know. I watched it back and I thought, oh, like the wiener's looking pretty good today. you know this is worthy to send to my friends. How many people have you sent that to? Uh six or seven maybe. Okay. I'm a very naked person though. Like I'm I, I've, you know, in front of Aaron's friends, I'm naked. And, didn't you get in you trouble? Know, didn't you get in trouble on your like right after your wedding or
0: during your wedding for being for wearing something to a pool at your wedding?
1: Yeah. No, it was it was it was after the, the wedding. We were in Cabo. We were in Mexico. And I wore a white speedo to the pool, and I jumped in the pools with my friends and hanging out and getting out of the pool and drinking more or whatever and then these dudes ran these like pool guys ran towards me with towels and they were begging me to get out of the pool and i didn't realize that i was in like sort of the family pool section but my speedo my head was white it was white and it was see-through oh so people started to complain by the way i didn't know that it was see-through but people started to complain that you know that they could see it was just inappropriate. See,
0: I guess. you but and I, I are so that wasn't on purpose. Different. It's why the podcast works. It why it's why I may stay with you, um, as a co-host on a podcast because I I, I that video that you sent would no more be on my phone or even shot for my own amusement, let alone sending it to anybody, uh, and. Yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're got, you're kind of skinny down there,
1: which is interesting. It's not skin, It's not skinny, babe. What? Just as my wiener's like skinny. Uh-uh. It's not skinny. Anyway, here's what I think. Aaron says it's perfect. <laughs> okay. Um. Listen. I. Think what about that, that, Joe that Buck spot on be, it?
0: What? Are you worried about that
1: spot that's on it? That's been there since birth. It's like a on the head. <laughs> Okay, listen, listen, listen to me. I have a feeling that if you didn't work for Fox and you weren't a corporate guy, that you'd be flinging your wiener around more in posts, you know? During our, during our spat, our text spat, to bring it back, I said something because you were making fun of me. And I said that you rail on me because I am, wish, you, I am what you wish you could be. You know, as free, smoking a joint here or there, eating some chocolate mushrooms here and there. You I, you diss I, me for I just the don't things that you desire, wish you were. But I but I I'm not like we're not talking about doing something
0: and then just jumping on TV. I could do that if I wanted to do that. I that scares the living shit out of me. We've talked about this for three years. So, I but I know, but but but, but, but to some degree, it. but to some degree, you are correct. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I think that. I, do, I am envious of your ability to not care, even though you, I think you do care, but show that you don't care. Of course. And okay, I think, you true. know, where you are, you're a little bit more haphazard than I am. And I'm, I am very worried all the time. And I, I trust me, when you say to me, you know, I worry about you because your stress levels are so high. I worry about me because my stress levels are so high. I don't know how to undo that other than medication, mushrooms. Which I'm like, no. Other than medication and going to therapy,
1: that which is or what I do. Going to John, go to Johns Hopkins and take a mushroom experience. No. No. Why don't you read about it? I mean, you, I
0: don't you just know who's. It. I, I don't know who's writing the articles. I'm not even going to discuss this with you. It doesn't matter. I,
1: I I know we've already had this conversation on the show, but like the the, the problem, honestly, the, I think the only problem with you is that you just you just like schluff it off. Because why? It's been said, oh, it's a drug and it's bad or whatever. Like there are actual benefits for anxiety, for stress, for addiction, for all of these things that psilocybin actually provides you. So read, how about, why don't you read a little bit about it? I can read about it all day, every day for the
0: rest of my life. It doesn't resonate with me because the stress that I would have taking it would override any good feeling from it and i would hate every second of the experience so i'm not
1: in i don't like that i know but you know it's a, but you've already predetermined your experience before you've even because
0: i it. know like, that's me, crazy i know me more than some you fucking guy writing you. an article in
1: whatever the wall street journal or wherever that was i i don't you d- you think you know you joe you think you know you you don't know you. There's some debt. There's some shit in there that will come out, and you'll you, you realize, oh, wow, I didn't really know who I was. Thank you, Oliver. Thank you.
0: No, it's yeah. never going to happen. It doesn't matter. We can talk about this on every podcast
1: for the rest of our two weeks together, No, and we-
0: that's, that's it. I, I, I got nothing. It
1: ain't happening. I, I'm doing it. We're, we're doing it. Before you die, it's going to happen. Your dad did mushrooms. <laughs> Let me take a bite out of that.
0: Yeah, no, I.
1: <laughs> now, that is funny. Uh,
0: that is funny. But yeah, before I die, fine. If I if, if somebody says, hey, you got two days, I'll do anything. I'll jump out of a plane. I'll kayak down, you know, some deadly river in the <laughs> in South America. I'll, I'll do whatever. <laughs> what do I care? But until then, until that time, I'm good just trying to get through this with therapy i'm talking to my therapist tomorrow and uh and my uh my whatever the fuck i'm on uh trintelix
1: yeah, well see I'm on uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to wean off my Lexapro right now, but what if there was a small microdose of mushroom that's natural from the earth that Give you take up. and then all of a Give it up. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. It's amazing. You're the you're the reason that progress doesn't fucking happen. I you am you know what I mean? I'm like,
0: just sitting here in my house. I'm not I'm not inhibiting anybody's progress. I don't care what anybody outside well, I don't care what anybody does. I don't
1: care. But you're an inf- you're an influencer. I'm not so I should go the other way and just start
0: pushing mushrooms on
1: people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great. Uh three of three one. You try a little psilocybin, make your day a little bit better. Kershaw winds up. However you want to, you know, I. to me, there's a little bit of
0: justification for you to do whatever you want by kind of pointing me toward like Time Magazine and articles. I, you can find literature that says anything,
1: Right. I mean, yeah, if like, you your wanna, New, like your New York Post articles that you send me every that's day. That's
0: a great app. It's one of it's my go-to. If I, I'm off Instagram, I don't really check Twitter, but the New York Post, my thumbs right there. So I'm yeah, I'm just like what we talked about earlier. I am conditioned yeah. to go right to it. Social
1: dilemma, baby. <laughs> Yeah, let, let's uh, let's, an- let's answer a couple of these and then uh, I got to get out of this jacuzzi because I'm starting to prune up and uh, the sun's just gone down. I'm getting a little chilly.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, from Greg Lantcott, an aspiring broadcaster. Questions for both of you. Do you have any anecdotes on how you fucked up in your beginnings and how you were able to make up for it? I mean, I, I, personally, I'll, I'll start with that. I mean, not in my beginnings. Every game. I mean, you can't do... It's impossible to do three hours of live television and be perfect. You have to be willing to make mistakes. And if you're not making mistakes, then you're not trying anything and you're not being as, you know, verbally and Di- mentally free. Or dynamic. Yeah. You, otherwise, you know? you've yeah. just ground ball two shortstop, shortstop two first one out. You know, you could probably do that. What is that? And what about you? You you talked about that story, which I love, and I wish I had video of, like, from the side when you were fucking up your lines and were, like, screaming.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I'm not going to go through the whole thing because it's kind of long. I was on a sitcom, Rules of Engagement, David Spade, 100 episodes, seven seasons, syndication. Boom. Hello. Okay. Uh, Hello. Uh, So I couldn't remember my lines to save save my life. You get in your head when you're an actor, and you go blank. And I'm sure this happens even in broadcasting where you just, your mind just fucking goes and, and a chemical in your brain takes over to where it just says, you're done, you're done, you're done, you're done. 150 people in a live audience watching the show. It got to the point where I said, I stopped everybody. The audience laughed at first when you messed up a line. They're like, ah, oh, that's funny. By the 10th time, they're just, their assholes are clenched tightly and they just want you to get through it for their own sake. And I just said, look, you guys, stop. Here's what we're doing. What's the fucking line right now? Tell me the line. I'm going to say it. Go. The script survivor goes, uh, you know, Jennifer, like, why did you bring the cake plate? I hit my mark. Jennifer, why did you bring the cake plate? All right. What's the next fucking line? Go. <laughs> I hit my other mark. I go through the whole scene like that. And then I'm like, all right, done. Moving on. Let's get out of here. You know. And, and then the crowd, of course, erupted in cheers. <laughs> That's great. I, but I would love to see it. Was, that. It was a horrible, horrible, horrible moment for me. My worst moment as an actor, bar none. Um, and if you tell that story to any actor, they're all laughing, smiling, and nodding their head because they all get it. Everyone gets it. They they understand that. Um, but I want to touch upon one more thing before you move on to the next question. I think you said something really smart that people should listen to. Try, fail miserably because you know then you're trying. You're doing something different. You know, Kurt has taught me that lesson, and, and I try to I try to abide by it. It's hard. It's not easy because you know you might look like an asshole, but if you're not trying something new. Then you're not digging. You're not getting to that dynamic state that you could be in. You have to make. You have to fail multiple times to then maybe find that moment. And maybe it happens right then. But you, you, you have you have to fail. You have to try and
0: and to that. go in a different direction. But if if the guy wants to be a broadcaster of Greg, uh, you got to develop your own style. You can't get into broadcasting trying to sound like other people, and that's hard to do because we all mimic and. uh you know, I got in after my dad. I tried, like hell, to not sound like a knockoff of my dad. I had to develop my own style. And, you know, there's a lot of my dad in there. Greg.
1: But what? Greg, let me give you a tip. Here's a voice that you can use for broadcasting. Hey, man, it's me, Greg Gutfield. We're here with the Marlins. Up to bat number three. Greg Gutfield. Yeah. No. I don't know Greg Greg
0: that what that is. Greg Gutfield hey! is the guy on Fox News. Shut up. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, hey, it's
1: Greg Lankenshine.
0: <laughs> lance Lanktoss.
1: Greg Lanktoss here, and we're going to lance some boils in the Marlins game tonight. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: That's so bad. You
1: can use that. Don't use that. In fact, uh, I'm going to beg <laughs> Josh to take that <laughs> All out. Right. Uh, no, no, from Bo Jangs like, on Instagram. I, I might get hired. How good
0: is Fargo season four? I can't speak to season four. Uh, but the other seasons were. Is fantastic. that with Chris Rock? I think that's the one with Chris Rock that just came out. I haven't started it, so. But I haven't, I haven't found either. myself running st-
1: to it. I heard him on Stern. He was on Stern the other day. Um, cool. God, Chris Rock is cool. Yeah, I I love him. I love hearing him talk. I love, uh, you know, have you ever heard him on Stern? Yeah, I listened to Joey's been on a few times. Oh, yeah.
0: I I listened to most of that entire episode and I thought he was relaxed and cool on Stern. I thought he was nervous and off on SNL. I didn't, I thought his, his stand up was okay. I didn't, I didn't love it, but I didn't see it. But I'm sure he doesn't like me broadcasting games. So who cares? uh oliver i don't think he's much of a yeah i think he's an nba fan i was on conan i think yeah oliver what is something that would surprise us about you god my let me answer that nothing we know everything
1: well now that you know uh, that according to joe you know my wiener's skinny but that's just not a fact um something you don't know about me not a lot um well, I mean, I cry a lot I'm very emotional um, my love language my love language is affection is touch physical i I need to be touched you know Aaron can clean the Aaron could clean the whole house, she could tell me how great I am she could you know present me with an award of some kind. it doesn't matter i I just want her to walk past me and just rub my lower back as she brushes by me like that's all I care about. I'm a very touchy feely person I need I need touch to feel loved. <laughs> <laughs> God,
0: uh, now that I know that, I'm gonna just walk
1: by you and punch
0: <laughs> you in your spleen.
1: Uh, but that's that's it, man. Uh, I'm I'm you know I've been getting angry a lot this last year. Um, I normally have let everything roll off my back in my life because it never mattered enough to me. But now, for some reason, I don't know whether it's Hoffman or what the fuck's going on, but. I'm standing my ground in my life more than I've ever have before with my family, with my friends in business. I'm just like, but it's coming out in a weird way. I'm like angry and screaming at everyone. So I got to dial that down just a tad, but I found my voice a little bit. Um, So again, sorry, this is long winded, but even going back to what Joe said, I have major insecurities, I think. You know, maybe that's something that people don't know about me.
0: Here are some of the reviews Apple reviews. Uh, this is from Rocky is Rad. I love this podcast so far. I thought Joe B was a prude after he went off on Randy Moss for wiping his booty on the goalpost, but he's won me over with this podcast. I also love the Capital One guy's personality. He's hilarious. Keep it up. This guy thinks you're the Capital One guy? <laughs> maybe.
1: Who's the Capital One guy? <laughs> I don't, it's
0: kind, he's, they, he Wait,
1: attached a picture. I, uh, it's not that far I, off. <laughs> well, I, I want to say, I want to address the first part of that. Joe Buck is so far from a prude, and, and I would never get into our stories, ever, ever. No one will ever know. Um, but I have many friends, and Joe Buck is the least prudish friend that I have and that is the fucking God's honest truth. There's a persona about Joe Buck that you know, a perception that that people think you know that they think he's one thing, and, and he's just so far opposite of what everyone thinks. You just need to trust me on that. I'll never reveal stories, but he is not a fucking prude. That's the last word I would use to describe Joe Buck. Ah, uh, well, along those. Thank you. That
0: that's one of the nicest things anybody's ever said about me, Andrew Turso. Uh, said I used to hate Joe Buck for absolutely no reason. Now I don't hate him for no reason. I hate I hate <laughs> him for make like him, bastard. This is a great pod. I hate him for make like him. Okay. Uh,
1: I think after list- that's from the Czech Republic. I think
0: <laughs> I hate him for make
1: like him. <laughs> i hate him it's like uh i hate him for make like
0: him. here's another john malkovich excuse, excuse reference me? another john malkovich reference the what was the the rounders how about that bad russian accent oh my god you maybe we've done this before but that's what it sounds like you you have a flush like what is happening here yeah. <laughs> uh, After listening to the first podcast, I watched "There Will Be Blood." Kramer versus Kramer and Tango and Cash twice. After the second podcast, I began running in place frantically and inadvertently. After listening to the third podcast, I have a man crush on Mark Cuban. Uh, That I mean, that's (laughs) How about
1: that? I love that. It's just it's just very specific, you know. And I love that. That's a great that's a great comment. I don't know what it means, but it just means that they're engaged. (laughs) Yes
0: uh i mean i could just go on and on and on we need to do more of these, we'll let's, do two, it, of these. let's do
1: let's do it let's do let's do a couple more and then uh and then say know, goodbye. i gotta i gotta get my skin skinny wiener in the shower
0: uh hey this message is for joe sorry oliver but i did re-up my cbs all access subscription to re-watch every episode of rules of engagement this is from colton hortichuk uh, I just feed it. I just finished reading while well, listening on Audible Joe's book, Lucky Bastard, and I would love to send him a handwritten letter personally thanking him for sharing his stories, which have helped me with a lot of similar challenges in life. That means a lot to me. I'm, I didn't read that. I, I just got to the last one that was on the list. So thank you. That uh, that means a lot to me. I'm glad wow. I wrote it. That's great. Isn't it nice
1: when you can actually affect people?
0: Yes. Judy Finch. This will be the yeah, last you know I mean? one. So I don't think I'm your target audience as a 55-year-old mom who has a 16-year-old son and a 58-year-old husband, but I really love your podcast and look forward uh, to each Thursday episode. I guess I'm writing today to let you know that I really appreciate you both in the show. I hope you guys keep doing this, and I would totally watch Oliver's Netflix reality show of traveling across the country in a camper slash trailer. I think Judy Finch has convinced me, hopefully us, that we should
1: probably stick together. Yeah, we should. And Judy... You are our demographic. Stop selling yourself short. Are you crazy? You know, we 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 cover all bases. We we've, we've gotten we've gotten we've gotten comments from 7-year-old children. <laughs> Wait, I got to read this. <laughs> Debbie Riley. Okay. Uh,
0: Oliver, your kids are lucky keep snuggling. Joe, your hair is fine. At no time ever when I see you on TV do I think about your hair. It's kind of like Oliver's dreams. No one cares, but I get that it's a thing for you.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. We have more. I will read more next week. Now, uh, let's Now go. let's save some. This is a fun little segment to do at the end, by the way. I love yeah, it. it. It's good. It's good um, for our all right, I love Everybody's you. Like, oh, I, I love Joe you. Buck one more question before we leave. One more question before we leave. What's the status on the clubs, baby? I I Johnson. have
0: I have the wedges. That's it. The other ones haven't come, but I'm wedges. Then,
1: I don't need those no stinking wedges. You
0: do need wedges. You're good with your wedges. I don't have anything yet. Give your wife uh, a big old kiss from me and tell her I'm sorry
1: about your right.
0: uh, your skinny. You know skinny.
1: What. All right. Well, you know what? I'll say one thing before we leave. I saw your wiener on the ottoman, and the head is really bulbous thank you so thank you yeah is that it's, good it's, but it well it far exceeds the width of the shaft and it was concerning and it's a little, oh it's a little pale it's a little pale yeah
0: well okay now you, yep. now you know why I always walk out of the <laughs> uh, bathroom cross-legged
1: because
0: I've always made a little bit
1: of a mess uh all right love you goodbye all right all right on that note love you out